Hi everyone. Welcome to Chubby Chats. My name is Pamela. And I'm Astrid. And happy Pride Month, everyone. And hi guys. First time we're filming a video, so hi. Hi. Oh my god, our thing looks like a little nugget now. Whatever. Um so if you're joining us on YouTube, we are having video now because we used to just have the caratula. Yeah. It's not like excellent quality, no, but, but it's something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Happy Pride Month. So for yes. Pride Month, I thought it would be interesting. Yesterday was the Pride March in Mexico City and unfortunately we didn't go. I think also in the US. Well, I think there was some Pride Marches but because of the unfortunate law mm. that was recently stated. Yeah. There was a lot more marches for Yeah. For that, but um, but what? Yeah, because it's Pride Month, I thought it would be interesting to talk about like sexuality, um, but in in the perspective that we have seen it, like personally, not not so much like our, on, like, the how we scale, how we've lived it, basically. yeah, how we viewed it, and all of like that surrounds that as we grew up i guess yeah because i was just thinking like <laughs> this morning my parents were watching like this they always watch tv in the morning yeah and they were watching um this program that they always watch and um there was this guy that they had invited to the program to talk about homosexuality and how um and then they were asking him this these questions like so are people like born gay or do they turn gay and then they were like how do you talk to your kid if like he's gay or like things like that and that was like i feel like that's so weird but my parents were like so attentive to what these people are saying and then like they were asking like so is this, is there like i don't know it's like genetic like do you like if your family members are gay are you like gay <laughs> all these things and i was like i don't know for me, I find that I found it funny because I was like, I don't know, it's just things that I guess our generation just kind of already knows or accepts. Or just doesn't, I don't think things about because I mean, <laughs> just don't. But I just thought it was funny because we were very like attentive to like what this person was saying, like the guidance, or to me, it seemed like a tutorial of how to deal with homosexuals or like, <laughs> anything else. Um, but I was like, okay, whatever. And, like, it just got me thinking to the fact that, like, to me, like, well, for me personally, like, growing up, um, when I was, like, a kid, I guess I, when I was really small, I didn't sort of think about it mm -hmm. whatsoever, but it wasn't really spoken. It wasn't in my surrounding, like, immediate world, you know, yeah. people, like, I just didn't think about it. But when I sort of learned of the definition of being gay and lesbian, and whatnot like i i guess like in the context i heard it in it was like a very taboo thing where i was like you can't talk about it like it's just you don't you know you just don't and so for me yeah. it was like okay that's it you i don't think further about it um and then yeah. that was it but as like we've spoken before pamela and i have been fortunate to be able to live in other countries so yeah. i guess for me like really it took quite a few years for me to, I think, start even thinking about it or acknowledging it because it wasn't only until I think we moved to France that I really started like putting my own thoughts and perspectives towards it because still when I was like four, well, nine was when we moved 
from Brazil. I was nine when we when we moved from Brazil. Uh-huh. I think till then, like I still it wasn't it wasn't that I I was I had like negative thoughts about it or positive thoughts about it or whatever. I just didn't think about it. Like it wasn't in my thoughts yeah. at all. It was until I moved to France. Yeah, like like ten. Having no opinions on it. Yeah, yeah. It was until I was ten that I think I was like. I started to digest that a little bit more. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, I guess being more curious and the damn. This is what living in Mexico is like. (laughs) Always fireworks. Yeah. So I apologize. And sometimes they. Oh, wow, great. So great. Okay, you carry on. I'll be back in a second. And then sometimes they go crazy and they have these, like, they go for, like, several minutes, several rounds of fireworks. And for some reason, it's been quiet the whole morning and they've just decided to To start right it now. up again. I don't even know what we're celebrating right now. Is it's, it Pride? No, at all. Not in our town. Not in our town. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, for me, it was until I was, like, I think 10, maybe 11, that I started to process that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think... There's a lot that came with it because I think my parents were also the kind of people that grew up with a very closed mindset of that's something you don't talk about. It's like an it was like an uncomfortable topic for them to bring up. So I just wouldn't bring it up in front of them. Yeah. Um, even like things as as like clothing and and I don't know, a, a guy wearing feminine feminine colors or whatever. Yeah. Like that was, and I say feminine, like you can see it in the video, but I mean, to me, like clothes in general have no gender, but yeah, um, yeah, like just things like that. It was like, uh, you just don't talk about it with my family. And so that's, I guess, the sort of way that I grew up. And I think the first step for me to like challenge that more was um, when we moved to Finland is where I think I started broadening my mind to like everything. And I was like, okay, I just don't get why it's such a taboo thing. Mm. Um it just seems like such a natural human thing. So mm. for me, like the first step to challenge that was, um, I mean, if, you, if you've heard of the IB or if you have done IB, you do a personal project when you're in grade, what, 10, is it? Mm, yeah, I think so. And so my personal project was about the inequalities towards the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community. And that was the first time I think I even started like mentioning just pride or sexuality mm. in front of my parents, which was something that actually made me quite nervous and scared me a little bit because I didn't know how my parents would react. I don't know if their reaction would be like, oh my God, is she like coming out to us? <laughs> is she telling us she's gay? And I was like, well, no, not at all. But to me, it's like, I feel like it's being silenced for so long yeah. that I don't see the need for it anymore. Yeah. So that was like my whole personal project i even spoke about it in my personal project the fact that i was like scared of how my family would receive it because it just being such a off top like off limit topic in my house and um surprisingly my parents were like very receptive to it yeah i think they like learned a lot but at the same time it's like i thought i would get some sort of reaction when i really didn't like they didn't react neither like in a negative nor positive way it was just sort of like an okay like but I think from what I observed (laughs) I think it kind of confused them that I did it because it was I don't think I'd ever like brought it up before because I think it confused them as to like 
what my intentions were behind yeah. it or whatever. Maybe they thought it like they thought there was a deeper meaning behind <laughs> it all when there really wasn't. But um, then Pamela and I ended up going to like a, the Pride March there yeah. and everything. My mom actually bought like so many Pride decorations yeah. <laughs> for like us to go and everything. And I think that now they're quite like, you know, they, whatever with yeah it. they it's not like sometimes i i know that they're confused and they don't get it but they respect like respect above everything where they're like you know what i don't get it but it's okay you know it's not yeah. my business which i think it's when you don't get things it's the best way to like go about about it instead of like bringing your own opinions yeah and, and comments about the subject um so they're for sure like definitely more um they're not a they're not uncomfortable anymore talking about it which yeah, yeah i think is already such a big step for us yeah um but yeah like for me i think it was interesting to, to like see that that um i guess pamela and i and this generation in general is so like open to talking about sexuality and- i just think it, like it's so weird because like like i had never noticed that like that was your way of seeing like how you grew up with all of that because for me like growing up Like, I remember distinct points in my childhood where people would bring up, like, this uncomfortableness with, like, sexuality. I'm not going to put names out there because, obviously, I don't know where, where they are with their sexuality. But just, like, things that I would do that would make other people uncomfortable. But then I realized later on, like, like that was nothing to do with me. It was to do with them and, like, their journey and, like, what they were trying to figure out. But, like, basically what I'm saying is, like, growing up, I've always been a very, like... Um, my love language is physical touch and I just love hugging people and I love like holding hands with people and stuff like that and I remember like growing up just being very okay to do that with boys and girls and my girlfriends and my boyfriends and like just like being very fine with it and like I remember once like when I went out when we were in Brazil like with some of our like group of friends friends we went to the cinema and I was like holding hands with like two of them One of them was just freaking out big time. She was like, you don't do that with girls. Like, you don't, you, you don't hold hands with girls. Like, when you're outside, like, you can do that when you're, like, in a big group with, like, in an unknown place. But when you're, like, at a cinema, you don't do that. And she was, like, giving us this whole, like, conversation and sermon on, like, why you shouldn't hold hands in public with girls. And I remember being mad confused because, like, all the way to, like, from Mexico to Brazil and even, like, further on, like, I had never had any issues with, like, sexuality. Like, I don't know. I feel like for me, I never stopped to think critically of, like, there's an issue with you loving somebody because they're a girl or a boy or whatever, I think. Like, it was just very, like, whatever. And more specifically for me, when we were in Brazil... I just thought it was, like, a very universal understanding of, like, you can appreciate somebody's body without being, like, in love with them. And that's because I feel like in Brazil they have, like, this very open culture to, like, sexuality and attraction in terms of, like, someone's body. So, like, me saying to a girl, like, you have a good body or whatever, like, wasn't weird or anything like that. And the only time, like Astrid said, that I started to, like, critically think about it, but not even, like, in a bad way, just, like, politically start thinking about it was when we were in Brazil. No, sorry, when we were in France, because I'm a big literary geek, like a like a hard-on literary geek, and I got really into poetry at one point, and I started reading a lot of, like, 
um, Shakespeare's poems and I read the vegetable love poem <laughs> if you don't know what it is then whatever but like I was reading that one and I, re I remember being very like whoa wow Shakespeare Ooh. and then I just started thinking about it a lot and I remember having like really deep conversations with my teacher about it and there was no like judgment from her part of like anything it was just like us talking about like literally like metaphors and rhymes and all that and just basically like him like the pressures that he must have felt at the time to not express his sexuality outright and just like I remember doing like a real a lot of like research on my own on like all of that but like there had never been any like negatives on it and even like including our parents I remember my dad once telling me one of his friends here in Mexico that I knew from work was gay and I remember me being all like okay what is that and then him telling me well you know like how me and mom are like together he has like a guy that is like with him like that and I was like oh, okay that's cool and my dad just kind of expecting I remember his face like him expecting me to like ask more questions or ask like you know different things and I remember just being like yeah that's that's cool like that's that's all like I don't know what what do you want me to ask mm -hmm. um but like I don't like it wasn't like and it literally was only like when we were in Finland that I actually started to like think more of it like in a personal level and also with like the people around me because I think no I don't think I know <laughs> thankfully in Finland like it's such a sexually liberated country <laughs> like there's so much flavors out there and like I managed to see that like firsthand and like that was more of like a I really had to think more critically about it and start to see the more ugly sides of humanity and how people treat like all these different categories and even more with me like just seeing it with religion and all that like I just politically and everything like just seeing how thankfully I grew up like not seeing very bad things in terms of like people targeting others because of their sexuality or whatever but seeing that it actually existed and like all of that I think like yeah like I don't I don't start hit hitting then and yeah I just I've always known my parents are really weird about sexuality and that's like from the very beginning because like when you're a child and you see things in tv that sometimes you're not meant to see <laughs> like Uh, I remember going up to my parents and asking them and them just being really mad awkward being like okay we're not gonna talk about this and then them telling me go ask your teacher but the teacher also being awkward and not telling me so from that point on I just knew like I can't ask my parents about anything sexual like but like in general like in terms of like the LGBTQ plus community I feel like it's just been really like I've been really blessed to not have like really horrible bad experiences with it personally or like any negativity towards it um so yeah that's why I was like it's weird because like I've never like to me it was just like whatever like I only started really questioning it like way later in life so mm -hmm. yeah I mean I guess for me that's like what what was interesting because I feel like for our generation and in general it's just such an open topic now where you're like mm -hmm. it's like no one's really I know that there's people who who have struggles with, and that's that's something that yeah. I feel like our generation is working towards, like destroying a lot. Is just that taboo, but I feel like 
also like in general the whole like coming out thing is like just so weird <laughs> like i know like i understand and 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 completely respect people who feel the need to come out or who who it brings like i guess some peace to or like acceptance yeah. towards himself to come out and and whatever but for like me and i know that like people i've talked to like and um yeah just like friends and and people i've known and and things that i've read and and whatever like just coming out isn't even like um that i guess common anymore even to say because um i feel like now everyone's like sort of more open which i find hilarious because yeah. I, sometimes i see videos of like there's so many gays nowadays and there wasn't gays before and i'm like <laughs> okay whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like um yeah i think like now it's like you know people's sexuality is their business and if yeah. they're open to if it's an open discussion then it's an open discussion but when it's not like it's people's own business yeah, but i think that i think that right now more than ever people are aware of the fact that like literally not everyone is straight mm. and um that and it, doesn't mean that it like, shouldn't be the default setting either yeah, like, you're not, people are like just because not everyone is straight doesn't mean that people are gonna walk around with like tags on their forehead saying i'm yeah. gay i'm lesbian i'm bisexual i'm pansexual yeah. or whatever like it's just not a thing and like i also feel like like for me what bothered me i think also like there was a, a period of time like growing up where like um just the labels were like such an important thing that it was almost like a for some people a it personality is personality trait that like uh but for me like it bothered me because it was like um almost as if like hi i'm blah blah, blah and i'm this i mean we know I'm, some people like in our old school that like really hold on to their labels and yeah which is whatever what it's saying, fine like, it's fine but like i'm saying like an outward like position of like I, straight people or parents or whatever who like felt the necessity to like have a, a a like a proper or like full definition of what their friend's child or family member yeah. or their whatever it was was when like I feel like just when it started becoming like such an open topic like people were really starting to figure out like what their sexuality was or how they felt and then like having that pressure of like tell me your label yeah. is something that I think like definitely effed with a bunch of people's head yeah and so like I know that like I know people who like struggled with that with like um feeling the need to like go through that process of coming out yeah, and that through sucks. that process yeah. of receiving a label to like fit into like a category yeah. that later on ended up realizing you know what I never actually was part of that category but because I was under so much pressure to like yeah. say something or identify myself as something I just said it and I also know other people that are like um, it really helps yeah like whatever. I just say it because I don't know it brings peace to people to like have a label but in reality like yeah and that like obviously we're like I think at this point like, let's make it clear we're talking about like sexuality and not gender because like gender i think mm-hmm. it's totally like you, yeah go for it if you want to be they he she whatever it's super cool if you want us to call you by that that's also super cool like you know um but yeah like yeah like i think for me like um growing up i never realized that there were other people who had different views of like how i view sexuality and gender and all of that until i went to uni and i realized like we're really lucky because i think like the way that we grew up and with all the perspectives we had and also the fact that we are 
<laughs> not to be snobby, but like we are intelligent and we are like um we absorb what we learn. Like we don't just like fucking let it bounce off of our us. Like I think that's so like important because like when I went to uni just seeing other people that also had the international back bachelor degree and all that but like who just definitely didn't understand like freedom of expression and the importance of just like freedom of like being um was like super staggering to me and i think that that comes with like understanding how oppression has been really damaging in the past like i don't know for me i think seeing or at least i think like for me like personally learning about history and what has gone wrong in the past is really helpful for like how we move on in the future and i did my pyp project on world war 2 and that was like super <laughs> super incredible for me to really like opening up my mind of like how we need to indeed learn from our mistakes and like just in general how <laughs> history always tends to repeat itself and you like I pray with all my heart soul and being that I'm always on the right side of history and like doing the right thing and like backing up the people that need help um but like yeah like that's the thing like just seeing that and learning about that and just seeing like all the aftermath of like horrible oppression that like a literal opinion caused I think that for me that was like super eye opening because like I I'm not even from Europe and that changed my perspective so much of like everything and then having European friends in my uni in Groningen like who just didn't get that like didn't take that as an example like as a template of how you should behave in general with your opinions is so like weird to me so like I think our education has really helped us to like move forward and to understand things differently and just to navigate life differently too because I think thankfully like all these different perspectives that we've had like contact with has allowed us to like be really open minded and not necessarily take everything and make it ours but to know like how to filter things in and out and just how to be a human i guess yeah i was going to say something and i just thought but uh what was i going to say i don't know oh yeah i think something that also like is something that we have to work with but i think that because of the lack of like uh talking about it and how i feel like here in mexico specifically oh yeah um it's still very much like a topic that you just don't bring up i feel like yeah. people are still quite uncomfortable like especially like adults are quite uncomfortable with yeah. like talking about it and so i know that like in my school we had like quite a lot of like um issues with with like uh oh yeah like expression of like self you know just self expression in general um and there was definitely a lot of like homophobic people uh parents and students alike teachers and, yeah and the thing is that you would expect i think especially in a school uh you'd expect your tutors or mentors to be there to like support you or protect you or whatever yeah and when you're being um targeted against you know unfortunately that wasn't the case in my school yeah and i was witness to like a lot of people like suffering that like being targeted of 
of like hatred and that was specifically to do with like somebody trying to back up their opinions with like religion and whatever and so like um it got quite intense but I feel like the fact that like instead of opening a topic to like or opening the doors to be able to like talk about it or or try to like express yourself back or like back yourself up in general or whatever um towards like people like that the school didn't allow the students to do that which was very unfortunate and it's such a shame and which eventually led to like the students ourselves like having to take matters into our own hands and making a sort of like which is often how revolutions begin but yeah, (laughs) yeah like an own statement or whatever um and yeah, I think for like if I have like friends watching this that were in my school will know exactly what I'm talking about. But like to me, that was incredibly shocking because coming from like Finland, a country that is so openly diverse and where honestly no one really had to be afraid in terms of like getting judged or hated against because of their sexuality. Yeah. To a place where like um like talking about it, um, you're receiving like really snarky comments and mm-hmm. and just all sorts of like things towards it and then the fact that like the teachers decide to completely like step aside from it instead of like helping or even like attempting to do anything or about just it neutralizing the situation yeah it was completely like shocking to yeah. me and my friends will know this but like um like this this specific person like organized i don't want to mention any names uh, but, like, this specific person organized, like, uh, a stand, because I wouldn't say it was, like, a protest, but, like, for the students to take a stand against what, like, the school had done. And for me, that was, like, very powerful to be able to see, like, yeah. what this, the speech this person had prepared and, uh, like, the, the students that were able to join, but also the students that were too scared to form a part of because of what the school might do to them and to the extent that some people were scared of the fact that the school might call the police on them was terrifying and like being having to like take a stand towards that and like I ended up crying my eyes out um, because I was like this is disgusting and this is shocking because I can't believe that like still now like this is something that the students have to do and then this specific person that was being targeted was made so little simply because of something this person wore and I was like this is yeah just I think for me what shocked me the most was the fact that like I came from a country that was so open about it mm-hmm. to a country that was like the complete opposite and then yeah. um yeah like I was bawling my eyes out and yeah I had friends like trying to comfort me whatever and I'm like things that don't I don't comfort me yeah, comfort them like, like I don't know and then like having this person like walk up to me and be like thank you for like what you did for me today and then just sharing a hug with this person we were both bawling our eyes out and I was like I'm so sorry like you're you going be through like this, this because yeah this is this is something that should have been obliterated by now and unfortunately it was like that didn't happen i'm not even like weeks later the teachers were oblivious to what had happened they didn't care things hadn't changed yes still like things still haven't changed which is really a shame but i guess and i hate like having to say like one step at a time because i feel like it shouldn't be like that Mm. but 
at the same time, like, I completely understand, like, and that's why I didn't judge, like, the students that didn't want to join, because unfortunately it is the case here where, like, if you do try to take a stand uh, and you push too far, you're putting your life at risk. Yeah. And, well, you're, it sounds really harsh, but you're really no good to anyone dead. And Mm -hmm. so that's something that you have to think of when taking a stand in countries like this. Yeah. And that's not only the same for, like, the members of the LGBTQ plus community, but for women yeah. and for anyone, um, yeah, who's just made less in this country. Like, yeah. you you can push and push and push to make a change and no one is stopping you except when you push too far, your life is literally at risk. Yeah. So that's still something that I think has to be worked on a lot here in Mexico. But um, that I think it's, it's gotten better with mm. with with years yeah and that for example the march yesterday it was beautiful apparently mm. like i think there was even way too many people that like people were getting like crushed in the thing but like i think like things like moments like those is where you realize like there is support you yeah know? there is a lot of support there's people who are trying you know to like get you further and further and further but yeah but that unfortunately like it's it's something that you have to to be careful with also doing because yeah yeah it's a lot of risk here in mexico but yeah um yeah i mean i guess it's just keep pushing for change but be safe about it at the same time um well if you want to be safe you know because like yeah like it's your life and I think like that's um I think freedom of expression and freedom of choice and all of that includes like if you want to take those risks you are totally allowed to do and um it's a conversation that I've also had with my mom a lot of times and I think like for what I believe in I would definitely be okay with like putting all the risks uh, out there like and it's something that maybe my parents maybe don't understand, but like, um, yeah, like being safe is a choice for some of us, but sometimes it isn't. And that goes not just for sexuality and religion and being a woman, but it also goes, it extends past that, like in countries like um, Colombian stuff, that's just really bad how things are right there. Like if I could take a stand with, those who are fighting against the oppressive regi- regime that's there, I would. And I would be okay with, like, any circumstances that happen there because, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, taking care of yourself and being careful is a choice for some of us. And for some others, it just isn't. So, like, you know, like it, it's all, like, <laughs> like, how far you're willing to go. And, again, freedom of expression, freedom of choice. Um, anything any last comments mm, no I guess I hope you enjoyed this episode I, I, it's a very interesting topic and I yeah um, I guess if people want to share their experiences with us and what, how their like view on it we'd yeah. be more than happy to like have like I guess an open discussion about it so you can yeah. DM us on Instagram or on you can on even TikTok DM even. us your story or whatever like if you want to or be anonymous can, or something like you can comment yeah on the YouTube video um, yeah if you want to DM us you can DM us on our on Instagram on either my I think more my account because Pamela doesn't really mm-hmm. use Instagram so or TikTok 
Astrid Moreno, A-S-T-R-I-I-D-M-O-R-E-N-O, or on TikTok at Chubby Chats on TikTok. Um, and that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed and yeah. have a good week. And yeah, yeah we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.